Now is the only minute we have. We have no idea what tomorrow holds. This life happens once and in the blink of an eye, it's over. Before we know it, 10 years have passed and we have no idea where the time went. Every now and then a gentle nudge appears reminding us to live, to live out loud and to live life now. This life is so beautiful when we stop to smell the roses, when we take a moment away to be present and to look at the miracles happening all around us, we can't help but want to celebrate. The small things we take for granted are really the big things. How often do you truly celebrate the joys of life? Are you living life or is life living you? I invite you to celebrate life in every moment possible before these precious moments pass on by. Don't put celebration off for another moment or another special occasion. Let's tap into it together. Step into your life and live to celebrate. Hi there, all my fellow celebrators, and welcome to my newest edition of our podcast going off our word of the month of change. And, you know, something that is big for our company this month and for myself, you know, there's been a lot, a lot of changes, uh, a lot of things that are moving and flowing in this industry that we have to kind of uh, move with and flow with, lots of things happening, uh, you know, in our personal lives and everything else. So uh, this word has been something that has hit home with me definitely this month, and I'm hoping to share some really great tools with you guys. But, you know, when you think about change, like you're really either moving forward or you're really sliding backwards, but I want you guys to start thinking about how can you move forward and inviting others to really join you through all these change movements. Like if you don't, you may look back a year from now and really wish you'd started today. Like your goal is just to make things better however you can. And to think about change in such a small, so much of a smaller scale, a lot of people think that we can't change your world, right? Change your world is kind of our mantra this month. And I did a whole presentation on that, but we think of it from such a grandiose scale. And I want you guys to really think of it in terms of so small as just to be able to change one person, just to be able to influence one person who then in turn influences another. Uh, when you think about change, like even incremental changes every single day is better than staying that status quo. Uh, but without change, there's really, there's no innovation, there's no creativity, there's no incentive for improvement, like all those things that keep moving us forward. Uh, so those who initiate change will, will have this better opportunity for the change that is going to be inevitable because change is inevitable. That's the, the one constant thing we have in life is to know that things are going to change. And, you know, would you rather have a hand in positive change or just kind of be swept along in the negative change that's going to happen with or without you. Um, so I want you, I want to kind of go through, uh, Gandhi is a man who really needs no introduction. Um, but he has an incredible, like 10 fundamental, 10 fundamentals to changing your world and really truly the world of others around you. Uh, the number one thing is to change yourself. And one of my favorite quotes is, you must be the change that you want to see. And if you change yourself, you will change your world. Like if you change how you think, then you will truly change how you feel and what actions you take along the way. And so the world kind of a, around you will change, not only because 
you're now viewing your environment through like a different lens, a new lens of thoughts and emotions that you didn't have before, but also just truly because the change within can allow you to take action in ways you wouldn't have. You know, you have that more courage, you are more of a risk taker, or maybe even, you know, things that you've never even thought you could do. How many of you guys have surprised yourself when you went through a change and never knew you had the capacity that you did, um, you know, because you were stuck in these old thought patterns. The problem with changing your outer world without changing your inner self is that you will still be you when you reach that change that you strive for. So you will still have your flaws, you'll still have your anger, you'll still have that laziness, negativity, all those self-sabotaging tendencies, that imposter syndrome, all of that's still going to be intact. And, and so in that new situation, in that positive change direction, you will still not find what you hoped for since kind of your mind is still seeping with all of this negative stuff. And I want you guys to really put that into perspective about the number one thing is just changing yourself. And if you get more without having some insight into like kind of a distance from your ego, it may grow more powerful. Like since your ego loves to divide things, right? If you think of your ego, it loves to find enemies and to create separation, it may start to try to create even more problems and conflicts in your life and your world. So I want you to get as far away from that as possible. And you can grow even more powerful that way. Uh, the number two fundamental that he has is you are in control. Uh, and his quote is nobody can hurt me without my permission. And that's so, so powerful. Like what you feel and how you react to something is always up to you. Like there may be a normal or a common way to react to different things, but that's mostly just all it is. Like we kind of justify this in our heads like, oh, well, you would have done the same thing because we think there's this normal or common way that you're supposed to react to different things. But you can truly choose your own thoughts, your reactions, and your emotions to pretty much everything in your world. You don't have to overthink. You don't have to freak out. You don't have to worry about or even react in a negative way. Like perhaps not every time or instantly, this is definitely, there's sometimes gonna be that knee-jerk reaction that just goes off um, or an old thought or a habit kind of kicks in. And as you realize that, um, no one outside of yourself can actually control how you feel. You can start to incorporate this thinking into your daily life and develop it as a thought habit, like a habit that you can grow stronger and stronger over time. Like doing this makes life a whole lot easier and a whole lot more pleasurable and is truly seeking that happiness. Uh, the third fundamental that he talks about is forgive and let go. And I was just talking about this the other day with someone like forgiveness is so powerful. And his quote is the weak can never forgive. Forgiveness is the attribute of the strong. Like, wow, that one definitely hits home. I know a lot of us have, uh, this, this inability to forgive sometimes you're like, it's inexcusable, but fighting evil with evil won't help anyone. And as said, like kind of in that previous, uh, number two about you are in control, like you always choose how to react to something. Like when you can incorporate such a thought habit more and more into your life, then you can react in such a way that is so much more useful to you and to others around you. Like you realize that forgiving and letting go of the past will do you and the people in your world such an incredible service. Like spending your time in some negative memory 
won't help you after you've learned like the lessons you can learn from going through that experience. And like, you'll probably just cause yourself even more suffering and even more paralysis um, from taking action into the present moment because you're just staying stuck in that negative thought pattern. Like if you don't forgive, then you kind of let that past and another person control how you feel. They're controlling your future. And by forgiving, you really release yourself from those bonds. And then you can kind of focus totally on, you know, for instance, like, the next one that we're going into, number four, is without action, you aren't going anywhere. Like you can focus on that action. Like his quote for number four is, an ounce of practice is worth more than tons of preaching. Like how many of us see the talkers, right? The, the people that talk big, but they kind of never follow it up with the action. Like without taking action, very little will actually be done. You know, but when when you take action, it, it can be hard and it can be difficult and there can be so much inner resistance. And so you may like resort to all this preaching. You may resort to talking and over talking and kind of over committing yourself to things or reading and studying endlessly on this, this thing that you want to take on and feeling like you are moving forward, right? You're going to all the seminars, you're writing all the notes, you're doing everything, uh, taking all the knowledge in, um, but you're actually getting little or no practical results in real life. So to really get where you want to go and to really understand yourself and your world, you need to practice. Like books can mostly just bring you knowledge. Like you have to take the action and translate that knowledge into results and true understanding. Like move moving into the next part uh, for more on like, better tips. Like number five, the fundamental is take care of this moment, uh, like mindfulness, right? Um, his quote is, I do not want to foresee the future. I am concerned with taking care of the present. God has given me no control over the moment following beyond powerful. Like the best way that I have found to kind of overcome my inner resistance that often stops me from, you know, taking action is to stay in the present moment as much as possible and to just be accepting of where I am. Like really it's, um, you know, you're in that present moment. You don't worry about the next moment that you can't control anyway. And the resistance to action that comes from you imagining that negative future consequences right? These things that haven't even happened. How many of us focus on something in the future that has not even taken place in it? And it takes you away from really enjoying that present moment. Like that resistance to action that comes from imagining all that negative stuff or reflecting on past failures of your actions, you lose all your power in those moments. And so it becomes easier to take both action and to keep your focus on the moment to perform better. Like, um, you know, there's so many ways that you can kind of return to the present moment when you start to really realize when your mind is wandering in those directions. And remember that reconnecting with and staying in the now is a mental habit. It's a habit that you can totally, totally practice and be able to perfect. Like it's a muscle that you can truly grow. And over time it becomes more powerful and it makes it easier to slip into that present moment. Like you start realizing, we talked about this during the pandemic, like how many people realized all the amazing things that were happening around them, you know, happening in their neighborhood and uh, like realized trees that you didn't even know were so beautiful growing in the neighborhood because you're just not staying in that present moment. Um, so I encourage you guys to always, 
always try to come back there. Uh, the number six fundamental is everyone is human. And his quote is, it's unwise to be too sure of one's own wisdom. It is healthy to be reminded that the strongest might weaken and the wisest might error. So, I mean, that is incredible. And just to remind remind you that, again, everyone's human. We all make mistakes. When you start to make myths out of people, of these successful people, you think that they've got it all figured out and everyone's got it all figured out and social media does this to us. Like, even though they may have produced extraordinary results or they produce an extraordinary look on social media, like you run the risk of being becoming so disconnected from them and like almost like it's not possible for you. And I want, and you start to feel that self doubt, like you could never achieve similar things that they did because they are so very different than you. And so it's important to kind of keep in mind that everyone is just a human being, no matter who they are. And it's so important to remember that we are all human and we're all prone to make mistakes. And holding people to these unreasonable standards will only create more unnecessary conflicts in your world, like, and that negativity within you. So it's, it's so important to remember this to avoid kind of falling into that pretty useless habit of beating ourselves up over mistakes that you've made. And instead, like, really be able to see with clarity. Like, I love that word. It's like one of my favorite words right now, but clarity where you went wrong and what you can learn from in your own mistakes and then be able to try again. Um, so going into fundamental number seven, persist. And the quote is first they ignore you, then they laugh at you, then they fight you, then you win. Like being persistent is a beautiful thing. Like in time, like the opposition around you will fade and truly fall away if you stay on that persistent track. Your that inner resi- resistance and that self-sabotaging tendencies that want to hold you back and keep you like you've always been you'll just grow weaker and you won't you won't find that courage or that motivation or that persistence and resilience to really continue to push forward. Like find what you really like to do. Uh, then it will be way easier to stay positive and you'll find that inner motivation to keep going and going and going. And you'll, you know, like one reason Gandhi was so successful with his method of like nonviolence was because he and his followers were so persistent They just didn't give up like success or victory will will like seldom come as quickly as you, you know, would have liked it to, right? Like a lot of us, we we constantly do those negative thought patterns. Like we're not far enough along in life or we're not there. Like it's, it seldom comes as quickly as you want it to. I think one of the reasons people don't get what they want is simply because they give up too soon. The time they think an achievement will require isn't the same amount of time it usually takes to achieve that goal. And this is like faulty belief system partly comes from the world we live in, like a world full of this like magic pill solutions, right? This get rich quick schemes, like where, you know, advertising continually promises us things that like we can lose a ton of weight or earn a ton of money in 30 days or less or your money back guaranteed, whatever it is they're promoting. But, you know, being able to be persistent, like keep your persistence you know, listen to uh, one of Gandhi's like quotes, it truly can enlighten things up in some of the toughest times and, and dig a little bit deeper into it into his philosophies on that nonviolence and really pushing forward. 
But the number eight fundamental is seeing the good in people and help them. This is probably one of my favorite ones. Um, And I, you know, one of my favorite quotes and something I talk about all the time is uh, truly that definition of leadership is the ability to influence and get along with people. And Gandhi said it perfect. He said, I suppose leadership at one time meant muscles, but today it means getting along with people. Like there is pretty much always good in people and things that may not be so good, but you can truly choose which one you want to focus on. Like if you want improvement, then focusing on the good in people is a useful choice. It also makes life easier for you as your world and your relationships become more pleasant and more positive. And like when you see the good in people, it becomes easier to motivate yourself to be of service to them. Like by being of service to other people, by giving them value, you not only make their lives better, you make your own life better in return. Uh, Like over time, you tend to get what you give and the people you help may feel more inclined to help other people. This is truly the change your world mentality. I encourage you guys to read the book. Uh, John Maxwell just came out with a book called Change Your World. And he talks about this where it's like, it's just truly that you can be a positive change maker by changing one person's life. And that person in turn changes another. It really is like the compounding effect. And over time, you, you get what you, you get what you give. And, you know, as, you know, so you kind of, all of us together, really, we create this upward spiral of that positive change that grows and just becomes stronger. And again, thinking about changing your world in such a small sense, where it's just being kinder to people, seeing the good in people and helping them, like that's number eight fundamental, like that is changing your world and changing the world in general. Like nowadays, it's easier than ever to help people out and to start such a spiral. You can do it on social media, buy a podcast, you know, a channel on YouTube. Um, you can start a blog, any of those things. But, you know, another big tip on seeing good in people and helping them is to truly strengthen your social skills. Like by doing so, you can become like more of an influential person and make that upward spiral, like we mentioned, even stronger. And like when you work on those social skills, uh, when you work on that empathy, work on kindness, you work on all those things, those um, those skills that that aren't taught, right? We got we got to teach them ourselves and really dig deep in. Like we talk about, a smile can change someone's world or change someone's entire day uh, that you just run into at the grocery store or giving them a compliment. This is the kind of stuff I'm talking about when I say change your world. Uh, the number eight fundamental is like be congruent, like be authentic and be your true self. And another, I love all these quotes, but um, my favorite quote from his number nine fundamental is happiness is when what you think, what you say, and what you do are in harmony. And it's so beautiful. Like, you know, I think that one of the best tips for improving your social skills, like we just talked about, is to behave in such a congruent manner and communicate in the most authentic way. Like people seem to really like authentic communication who would have thought right and like you can always tell when someone's being authentic and genuine with you and those are the people you want to be around there's there's so much inner enjoyment to be found 
when your thoughts, your words, your actions are all in alignment. Like you feel powerful and and good about yourself. Like when words and thoughts are truly in that alignment, then that shows through the way you communicate with people. Like because now you have your voice tonality and you have body language, like which body language they say over that's over 90% of the communication um, is in alignment with your words. You know, how many of you guys have talked to people and it didn't seem like the words that were coming out of their mouth really matched the body language. It didn't feel authentic. You know, with these channels and alignment, people tend to really listen to what you're saying, but you're also communicating with that body language. You're communicating without incongruency, uh, mixed messages start to happen or perhaps some sort of like phoniness feel like also if your actions aren't in alignment with what you're communicating, then you start to really hurt your own belief and what you can do. Like how many times are you in your own head and maybe you're saying something that you're like, I'm not even sure that I believe what I'm saying. You start to get in your own head and you start questioning the things that you can achieve and the things you can actually do. And of course, in turn that um, questions, you know, other people's belief and you too. So just staying that congruent way, just staying that authentic way and just being yourself and communicating the most effective way possible. Uh, the last fundamental number 10 is continue to grow and evolve constant development. This is his quote is constant development is a law of life. And a man who always tries to maintain his dogmas in order to appear consistent drives himself into a false position. Like you can pretty much always improve your skills, your habits, or reevaluate your evaluations of yourself. Like you can gain a deeper understanding of yourself and your world every single day. Like sure, you may not look inconsistent or like you don't know what you're doing from time to time. Like you're going to look kind of crazy, but you may have um, had trouble acting congruently in the past or being able to communicate authentically. So just working through that and continuing to grow and continuing to evolve. Like, but if you don't, then you will kind of, as Gandhi says, like drive yourself into a false position and a place where you try to uphold or cling to these old views to appear consistent while you realize within that something's wrong. Like it's not a fun place to be. And, you know, to choose to grow and evolve is so much of a happier and more useful path to take. And guys, like change is not only inevitable, it can lead to such beautiful opportunities. Even when they come from the deepest wells of pain and loss, like when we greet uncertainty and the unknown with self-care, with self-love, with support, we have a much better understanding and a chance of maintaining our mental health during these major life changes and really finding our way to a future that holds many new adventures. So I encourage you guys to continue to change your world, continue to dig deep, find that authentic self, and spread happiness and spread love and spread that upward spiral positive change. You guys are all making a difference in this world. So love you so much. Thanks for tuning in to my recent episode of Live to Celebrate.